Welcome to TIB, the Immigrant Bag Podcast. I'm your host, Madupe Ogunyemi. And if this is your first time of tuning in, this is where we talk about tips and insights and share information to help immigrants secure the bag. As always, before we go on, a disclaimer. This is not financial advice. I am not a financial advisor. Everything we say on this show is meant for education and entertainment purposes only. Please know that investing comes with risks, so please do your own due diligence or consult a licensed financial advisor before making any investment decisions. Okay, if you've been following the show in the last couple of weeks, you would know that this is the third and concluding part of a very, very interesting conversation with Ben Ihesieva, popularly known as CBN Ben on social media. And we've been talking about how to make money with stocks. Without any further ado, let's just get right into it. Okay, so let's, um, let's unpack the information that's freely available, let's unpack it a little bit more for people and sort of give like actionable pointers. So where do you go to get the financial statement? So for instance, I've been coming to your house, I've been going to my other friends' houses and I've been seeing this bottle of water, for instance, and I see that it looks like it's pretty common and pretty popular among the people. I want to find out the company that makes it. I've found out the company, I know that the company is company XYZ, for instance. Where do I then go to um, find their financial statements? And when I do find the financial statements, what information am I looking for in the statements? That's one. Two is, if I want to find out other things like, you know, how many outstanding shares they have, is it a good um, is the current price a good one? Because, you know, like Warren Buffett said, you can buy a good stock at a bad price, you know. So how do I know what's a good price to buy the stock? How do I know what's not a good price to buy it? And where do I go to, to find all those other information you said, like moving averages, 20-day moving average? Like where? what are the specific tools that people listening can begin to leverage for this kind of information? The primary tool that you want to use is to go to many of the financial networks. I use uh, CNBC, you have Yahoo Finance, but the primary one that you actually want to look at is the company's website. All this information is there on their website. Uh, they publish it there for you to download, but the critical one that is most important is their earnings release statements. These things are public records. So you download their earnings um, statements, you look at the number of shares, I mean, the, their capital inflow and outflow, you look at all those, you see one mistake a lot of people make is they focus on earnings. Uh, which is not the right way to look at it. Remember that earnings is in the past. Whenever a company releases earnings, they are telling you what occurred the previous quarter. What actually many analysts are looking for is the guidance that they are giving you for what is coming up. And that's where the stuff is. So when a company releases earnings today, 
they are telling you, oh, this is what happened the past three months. You notice that depending on how it goes, they will say, oh, we made XYZ dollars, we lost XYZ dollars. That's fine. But remember that it's in the past. Now, what you want to see is, is it a continuous loss every year? I mean, every quarter. Every quarter. If they come, if you look at many of the companies that are making money now, look at Snap, for example, they lost money the past two quarters, but look at what happened to their stock. It went up. Why? Because they gave a better guidance for the upcoming quarter. You look at Netflix, for example, Netflix lost a whole lot of uh, numbers of subscribers. So it all depends on what the company is doing, what they are selling. Netflix, for example, sells movies. That's what their product is. And in order to make money, they have to have subscribers. So if Netflix comes out, for example, to say that we lost 10,000 subscribers, of course, their money is going to go down. So it all depends on what the company is selling or what they are selling. So for instance, if you're analyzing Netflix, I'm not interested in their earnings. That doesn't mean anything. What means anything in that instance is going to be how many subscribers are they adding? How many are they losing? If they say that they are going to be adding 10 million subscribers, buy it. If they say that they've lost 10 million uh, subscribers, sell it. Because it's those subscribers that are giving them money. Right. So that's the way you actually analyze these companies. Don't focus too much on earnings. Earnings only come into play when you look at it quarter after quarter, consecutive quarters, yearly quarters. What you want to focus on is the guidance. How are they guiding you for the upcoming quarter? But the thing about guidance, I have a little, uh, a bit of a, controversial view i would say on guidance and, and this is just me especially because you know we're in earning season so the last couple of weeks have been earning season for a number of companies and it's been an interesting time for you know all of us who uh in the stock market it's, it's been interesting to watch but there's also a trend that i would say we have seen this quarter and that trend is we saw a number of companies before earning season revise their guidance right, right. A, a lot of companies did that i'm, I'm not going to name names here but a lot of companies did that they revised guidance based on you know all the market pressures all the headwinds inflationary pressure and all that they knew they weren't going to hit the number the original guidance that they had given so they revised it lowered it and then came and said okay yeah they beat it so that still doesn't mean if you're looking at it from you know a holistic level it doesn't mean that the company is doing exceptionally well it's just that the company sort of lowered our expectations right and then surpassed it do you understand what i mean so exactly that wise i for one and this is just me personally i'm still a bit i'll say skeptical about using guidance as a yardstick for measuring right uh, <laughs> <laughs> here is why you should not be and here is the one thing you you, you want to look at that, that takes us to the next uh, question why are they revising their guidance mm. so you look at how many american not even the u.s you look at globally right now Practically every company is, uh, uh, unless of course you are in the uh, energy field, um, oil and stuff like that, the companies are now being forced to revise guidance. Why? Simply because the global economy is deteriorating. Things are going down. And that means that 
their original guidance was based on the assumption that the world economies will keep growing. But economies are no longer growing. Things are slowing down. So the bottom line to that is that why are they, uh, is it a company-specific guidance or is it a general market deterioration? When you look at all the markets now globally everywhere, everything is going down. Why? People have no money to spend. <laughs> Inflation is taking up a whole lot of, uh, uh, you know, spending money. So people, the discretionary income is gone. So a company such as, um, say, Netflix or whatever, they'll have to revise down. But that has nothing to do structurally with the company itself. It is something to do with the general operating environment that the company is operating in. Okay, okay, that's a so powerful way to look at it. Yeah, so when you hear those, uh, a company is revising guidance down, the question you want to ask is why? Is it specific to them? Then that means people are no longer buying their product. But is it because the economic conditions are down generally, globally? Then that has nothing to do with the company. And uh, you look at how Walmart just did the same thing. People are no longer shopping. Uh, the big companies are doing the same thing because people are not spending money. They have no money to spend. So if you use, if they revise guidance down, it presents, and the stock sells up, then it presents a good opportunity because this is nothing structurally wrong with the company. Right. And that brings me to this next question. And I'm sure all of our listeners would want me to ask this question. And it is, like you've said, global economies are slowing down. We're all seeing it. Inflation is at its highest in decades in many countries, in the US, in Canada, in the UK. We've seen seen, uh, central banks raise interest rates, I would say more aggressively than they've done in recent years. And accordingly, the cost of funds, cost of accessing funds has gone up. And, you know, it's impacting a lot of things from housing to people's mortgages to what they now have to pay on their houses and how much it costs you to buy the regular things that you used to buy before, groceries and all of that. So, and also we are seeing the impact in the, in the labor market as well. A lot of layoffs across different companies and all. So for our listeners out there, what would your advice be for navigating the current economic situation that everyone is, whether you're in Canada, you're in the US, you're in Africa, you're in Europe, you're in, you know, we're all facing the same economic pressures right now. How would you best navigate this current economic cycle? And uh, how would you continue to grow money given the market pressures? And I'm happy to be asking you this question because I know you lived through the dot-com bubble. So you've seen this before. This isn't your first rodeo. So please, exactly. please, please, give us lessons. <laughs> the, the, the reality of it as it is right now is that uh, global economies are under a lot of stress. Uh, the war in Europe, uh, which some people call uh, Russia and Ukraine, but I call it the war in Europe, um, is actually adding more to the pressures. What is actually going on now is that central banks are printing money left and right. 
to sustain their economies to keep them growing the money you have in the bank uh, is not growing and that's the honest uh, that's the reality capital preservation is the name of the game right now hmm. preserve the capital that you have if you have it preserve it look for where beating down companies that are good which we've already talked about look for them to buy them start dipping in one at a time small 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 the reality is that what we are going through now is actually millionaires and billionaires in the making always remember that for every stock that is sold out there somebody is buying it there has to be a buyer for a sale to occur so if you have money that you can afford you don't need anytime soon then start picking up some very good names that are at a discount and uh, the, the, the the honest truth is that we are witnessing a generational wealth redistribution money is wow. being um, taken from people who can barely afford it and being accumulated by those who can and um, a lot of us have lost a lot of money and that's an opportunity for you to buy those things buy good names now one two three you know don't buy a whole lot you know just start a little bit and start growing money you look at uh, google amazon or whatever if you bought them three months ago you'll probably pretty much have a quarter way to doubling your money now wow. somebody bought them back then and somebody is also going to be selling them so what you're seeing now is that the weekends as they are called on we on wall street are being shaken out wow. and who is doing the shaking is the people that have the money so in every time you see markets go down this way what is actually happening is that wealth is being redistributed from those that can't hold on to those that can hold on so if you have money uh, start thinking about a way to grow it and stocks and anything else is not the only way but Capital preservation should always be your uh, goal, but don't keep too much of your money in cash. I mean, it's not going to grow. Right. Do you think we've seen the bottom of the market yet? Do you think the markets have bottomed out or do you think there's still some more leeway for, for them to go down more? Uh, based on the charts that we are seeing now, uh, we believe that things are stabilizing there are two reasons why we have that opinion the number one is that by the next in the next two months it will become much clearer who will be running the u.s government whether it's the republicans or the democrats and all indications if not for Roe versus wade right now is pointing to the republicans that are going to be taken over um so we believe that we are almost at a stable point where things will start aging up right. and having said that be aware again that all the people who bought when the stocks were for instance if you bought say uh, 
Amazon or whatever when it was just barely trading at $99 the other day, just three weeks ago is yeah. now close to one thirty something, one forty something. Yeah. So those people that bought then are going to take profits. Yeah. So they are going so, to sell. Exactly. And that money again will be injected, re-injected back into buying something else. So are we going to be seeing those uh, big swoons up and down? I don't think we are going to be seeing so much of it. Unless, of course, somebody starts another war somewhere else. But other than that, we think uh, things are stabilizing. Uh, things are stabilizing. And always use the average cost averaging down. So you buy today at $50, then you buy the next day at 60 or 55 or something like that. You will quickly find out that your cost of purchases will be just about um, the same. So we think things are stabilizing right now. And many people are also getting back into the market. Right, right. Okay. All right, cool. Thank you so, so, so very much, Ben. It's been an amazing, amazing session with you. And um, thank you for all the fantastic information that you have shared. Just a quick reminder again to our listeners, this is not financial advice. Everything that we have said here today and everything that we say on this show in general is only for entertainment and education purposes only. Please, please do your due diligence or consult a licensed financial advisor before you take any investment decisions on that note do you have any final words for our listeners ben yeah the final words is that life is a game of risks many of us do not know it but we wake up every day every day you wake up you are taking the greatest risk in your whole life just by waking up but the alternative is even worse okay so when you get up every day you are taking a very very big risk so take risks in your life take calculated risks don't spend too much time um, analyzing analyzing just take some calculated risks uh, the world is for people who take risks be one of them we need poor people don't believe all that stuff oh yeah oh yes you had you let me repeat that again the world needs poor people what yes because now to have rich people you got to have poor people the question that you want to ask yourself is do you want to be one of those poor people hmm. that is the question you want to ask yourself oh yeah you can't have a world uh, you, you can't have a world where everyone is rich there got to be poor people. They are needed to keep the world moving. But the question is, do you want to be one of those? I always uh, tell people, and um, you see it all the time in my trade, I would rather be crying in the backseat of my Mercedes than be crying in the backseat of a public AK. <laughs> And KK, for those who don't know, is a commercial tricycle. <laughs> yeah. so, so think about it. Where do you want to be? Do you want to be one of those? Or do you want to be the person crying in the backseat of their Mercedes? And here is one thing that will shock many of you, right? that will shock many folks. If Dangote, for example, loses every penny that he has today, every penny that he has today, and then there's somebody says, 
ready set go he will become a billionaire again before every single one of us you know why because he has mastered how to take risks take chances but before you take those chances try to understand what is in your way if you jump in without understanding what is in your way you're going to lose your money and many of us have lost a whole lot of money many of us that jumped in lost a lot of money but then again failing is not an issue the problem is failing so many times at the same exact thing it becomes a problem okay so take chances start investing the biggest jail that you can ever be in is to be broke Ooh. yes please say that one more time <laughs> say, it, say it louder for those at the back <laughs> the biggest jail you can ever be in is to be broke and poor it's wow. a jail it's a lifetime jail my mom will always say he, he, in Igbo, we always believe that when you die you will come back and all those other stuff my mom will always ask you look at yourself are you doing well now if you say no and then she will say then why would you want to come back again after you die please stay dead why are you coming back to suffer some more no it doesn't make any sense so the biggest gift you can give your children or anybody is the gift of financial literacy talk to them about money start understanding money we make the mistake back home we have this naive um, assumption that oh we know how to manage money uh, when we get older the moment you get older magically somehow you will start knowing how to manage money no it doesn't work that way we go to universities to get phd qed zed <laughs> blah 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 but nobody talks to us about making money no okay so we're only taught how to, to earn money. money learn how to make and grow money making money is not the issue it's growing it mm. anybody can make money but do they grow it oh and don't surround yourself with money spenders you'll be broke mm. very important don't surround yourself with money spenders Right. you'll be broke you'll be broke find surround yourself you have you want to find money growers money makers and money spenders your money spending friends will teach you the lesson of how not to be one of them your money making friends they will teach you how to make money but you will never see them they will never have any of it your money growing friends are the people you want to keep very close because they will show you give them one naira today or one dollar today they will turn it into five wow okay please send some of your money growing friends my way so i can be friends with them too <laughs> <laughs> and take your advice to heart thank you so very much ben and thank you to all our listeners it's been an amazing amazing episode and i hope that you all have learned one or two things i certainly have learned a lot of things that i'm going to start actioning after this episode and i hope you all have too um until next week again when i come your way with yet another episode of the immigrant bag keep your money close keep your friends closer and keep your family closer <laughs>